Tonight on Alpha's Back in Pod form, Cohen Enfield. There is such a terrible tension that never stops. James Sheaves. Swarthiness. Swarthiness is the difference. Vivian Clover Lejoie. When they shoot you if you didn't like your shoes. And me, Byron Hussey. Welcome to the 80s, friend. Now it's, it's Alf time. Hey everybody, welcome to Alpha's Beck and Pod form, episode number 40. Jesus, really? The boy next door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My name's Byron Hussey, host of the show, and I'm joined today by a very special guest, Cohen Edenfield. Oh, thank you. Hello. Hi. Hello. I am also joined tonight... By Vivian. Hi. Hey, Viv. And last but not least, James Sheaves. Hey, hello. Of the mysterious Hotel Sheaves. I don't understand that right. reference. That one. That's uh, that's the hotel where I live. Okay. Yeah. Um, James, are your notes loaded? With the episode um i i've um i've received the the email of um uh the the notes that i'll be recycling okay i don't have my own though please don't i actually wrote a bunch of questions for cohen at the top but that's actually i'd, I'd actually like to get those questions from james yeah that's... so I'll, I'll be i'll be asking some questions <laughs> those Thank are you. those are private questions that was going to be between me and cohen um and i was going to ask you guys to, to mute your um headsets you could. Huh. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. Huh. Um, really rude. I don't so, mind. Since we don't ordinarily have guests other than um, Vivian, I guess you were kind of like a special guest when you started, right? Yeah, yeah. You did a we musical number. That was good. Yeah. Um, I did actually. I prepared some uh, some questions for uh, Mr. Cohen as a ghost at twitter.com. That's me. Is that how Twitter works? At twitter.awell.com. Yeah, I, I was I was I was the first one on the website and my hand, my Twitter handle is at twitter.com. Um I just snagged that real quick. First user at Twitter twittermail dot dot mm-hmm. google dot org. Um so nineteen uh, uh rules. The Z. Um, so, oh, I forgot to. I lost my notes. They're gone. Well, I'm just talking notes. You know, it's like it's... I'm just having absurd computer difficulties today. This is why I wrote my notes on note cards. They're that's, just in front of me. That's too old school. It is. I usually put my. I usually write mine on my phone, but since I was at my compi, I just wrote them in a little notepad box. It's, a, it's adorable. It's an adorable. I wrote story. mine in. Alternating pencil and red pen. Mm-hmm. Wow, that'll uh, keep your focus. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. You won't, um, you won't lose your attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, to anybody who doesn't know, Cohen um, is Smart the people. director and co-writer of the recent rele- recently released uh, Hive Swap video game, which is very good. Oh, yeah. I, f- I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That was released. I think we just hit the like one month mark since that came out. Um, yeah. How's that going? 
pretty good. People yeah. like it, and we fixed the parts that were broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was I... a patch yesterday, right? Or not yesterday, but quite recently. See, there have been some patches, and also we finally got the Linux version out. Sweet. So the people who right. used that can can play the game and continue their decision to use that operating system. Yeah. Sweet. There it up on my Ubuntu. So is the is the Linux penguin a special character for that one? Yeah, you um you load him up and you just you just fucking blow him away. You just fucking <laughs> I love it. I love right that. between the eyes. It's that, like that would a be a lot of fun. Creepy pasta, too real, you know, <laughs> graphics. Hmm. It's just yeah. real real good. <laughs> so yeah. in the in the recent patch, I assume because when I played through, I was I kept I kept trying every combination of items on each other, and in yes. some cases, mm. the the combinations did not work. But it was not because you didn't write, um, uh, what do you what do you call those snippets for them? Yeah, it was because of a glitch. Yeah, it was because they they had not been entered correctly. Um, yeah, there's there's like a, I wrote like 150 thousand words for that video game and. Some of them did not make it in the initial release, but are now in the in the yeah. full release. It's a very good game. Um, thank, you. thank you. Vivian is actually a Undertale fangirl, so oh. it's a little awkward. Do you like Sans Undertale or um, uh, well, you Papyrus know, I played, Undertale? I, I played the game, and it was great. I actually never beat it. I was near the end, but I was doing live streams of me playing it. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, I do, uh, I own a, a plushie of Toriel and, uh, if I'm not holding her, I can't sleep. <laughs> I just got, I just like uh, two weeks ago got the, the joke was her name is Toriel. Yeah. It's the tutorial. Yes. I only just got that now that you said it. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't get it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like a, it's like joke with quotation marks around it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh. Um, oh. Cohen, do you encourage um, antipathy between the um, Homestuck fandom and the um, Undertale fandom? No. I hope that people who like Undertale will then buy the video game that I, work, that, that I yeah, worked on. That's good. Uh, now, um, I, I hope you don't mind me saying, but I'm not familiar with this game. If I could maybe get a link later so I could check it out and maybe get it. Oh, oh sure. If you were to go to hiveswap.com, you could then learn everything mm -hmm. you needed to know. For instance, you could click the large button that says available now on Steam and then go to Steam, purchase it, and then all of the information that one would need to know about Hiveswap would be at your fingertips. Yeah. Okay, I found the site. I'm going to check this out then. I actually yeah. bought it directly through Steam. I didn't even do the initial step of going to the website. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I was just trying to help out all the rubes and plebes and <laughs> chumps out there. Cohen, you, you might be interested to know that actually James was gifted a copy of Hive Swap and has yet to play it. Really? Oh. No, that's not. That's in fact not true. I started playing yesterday. Oh, how? how, how Are you waiting and, for the Linux version? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. And I didn't use the gifted copy either. I used the uh, uh, Kickstarter copy that I received. Because um, I, I, I backed the Kickstarter in someone else's name as a gift to them. Um, but it turns out that now, five years later, I'm the bigger Homestuck. So I just got to keep the game. Well, that's nice. nice. Are, 
Also, did your friendship with that person sour? Would you like to go into that? Yes, yes. So um, <laughs> we're now uh, enemies. Yes. Like, um, like, seriously? Is this a thing? Who was it? Uh, uh, no. Was it a love interest? I, I did get the. Uh, I didn't get the Steam version. I got the the DRM free version, so I could just distribute it to all my um to all my enemies as I saw fit. If yeah, can necessary. you send me that actually? And um, right, Cohen, yep. can I have a gotcha. uh, refund for the one that I um paid for? Absolutely not. I actually um, um I felt really bad because I I didn't contribute to the Kickstarter, and it wasn't well, I because I I didn't believe in it. Well, but I mean like. <laughs> It was my brother's Kickstarter. So, like, I think at the time, my thinking was like, well, you know, he's my brother. I don't have to do that. But I think in hindsight, I'm like, I should have supported the thing that he was doing, right? I think he did okay um, regardless. I think Still. it ended up, ended up all right. Plus, he got my money. a little bit of money. Too. A little yeah. bit of money in that one. Yeah, you know, let's, we don't have to go into the Kickstarter and who, were, who did or didn't take five years to release a game. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't write down any questions about that. Although, actually, I do have uh, a question that I think you will probably have an answer for written down okay. here. And that is, um, on what exact date will the next chapter be available? Oh, that's going to be on... Hold on a second. Yep. <laughs> All you right. hear that? Tinterhooks. Hold on, hold on. It's gonna be so just uh Whoa. Mark your calendars, guys. Then. Yeah. Mark it's your whoa. Be... Can't wait. Ah. Hold on, it's actually gonna be on <laughs> <laughs> So Sorry, that's uh... that's a small ghost. Is that a leap day? I was wondering. Yeah. I just okay. make that sound from a thorax. That's good. I would I have to learn to do that. It's good for scaring predators and attracting mates and attracting predators. Attracting mates. Okay, oh, no. I need that one then. Yeah. It's like the, the whole gamut of yeah. um, desired yeah. things. That's uh, Darwinism all in one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Speaking um, of. Yes. I, I don't know. I was <laughs> trying to kick you a segue to the podcast. Oh, I was going to ask... Um, Cohen, whether this is your first uh, exposure to ALF. Um, I have seen ALF in one other form, and it is the really upsetting YouTube edits that y'all did, yeah. um, with like the ladder being shaken and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. The one where ALF seems to be like sort of a Planet of the Apes remake-esque, like sympathetic primate you know, kind mm -hmm. of soft and barely understanding, and the father <laughs> seems sort of, like, terrifying and possessing of this, like, deranged sexual energy. Yeah. But I think that's... I think that... I, I, at, the, at the time, I attributed to your um, your editing acumen, yeah. but... Um, that was actually that's Andrew. true to fucking life. Huh? <laughs> oh, that was Andrew? Sorry. <laughs> I guess I should be complimenting the real hussy brother. Believe it or not, again. both... <laughs> Of the Hussy Boys have done uh, Alf things. I think Andrew was a little bit less committed to it than I was. Although, yeah, he did three of those, and you've done. Did I hear forty? Was the number? This is the fortieth. Although there were a couple of like uh, two episodes in one kind of deals, so it's probably more like the like thirty eighth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. 
By the way, Alf also makes an appearance in Hive Swap. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. In the uh, right. hallway. That, that makes me very happy. Yeah. Did, did, did I write a joke about Alf? No, you can't. You can't click him. Where well, is he? My name is Elf, and I'm in this video game. I rule. He's behind the uh, the red couch in the hallway on the second floor. Oh, I did also know that uh, you guys have probably covered this at length on your Elf podcast, mm -hmm. but that apparently the the set was like a fucking nightmare to yeah. On. Oh yeah, like yeah, full trap of traps. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just yeah, like the show. the show was a nightmare. Yeah. It was like it was... the uh, Stanford prison experiment, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There was. With so, puppets. like. I, my, my first notes were cold open. There is no music. They're playing charades. Uh, what is a The thing I recognize to be Alf is there. Uh, Alf references the film The Jerk, yet does not understand the concept of charades in the next conversational beat. How does the jerk joke make sense in this context? Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't really. He doesn't get it. I think oh, he just thinks... Because um... uh, uh, um, Kate is doing the, the birds, and she's flapping her arms about... Maybe he's, like, referring that she looks like a jerk, but even still, it doesn't add up. I mean, it to be fair, she does look kind of like a jerk. Yeah, 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 yeah she, she does. And then he, he knows the movie, the movie thing... Mm -hmm. He knows how to indicate movie. I think he's just like puppet master fucking with his family. Is that is that yeah, the consensus? Well, is. That is a uh, one of the okay. theories. Okay, fucking yeah. with That's the family. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, my, that was my next note. Alf is very arrogant. Well, yeah, he he oh, he say. basically just like stands there and um, implies that the Sherrod was the man who would be king. Yeah. Um, however. Uh, it, it, one thing that I noted was when he does the symbol to show that it's a movie as if he's cranking a reel-to-reel, -reel, it looks more like he's like doing the, the sign language for crying where you put your arm <laughs> up to your eyes. And, and, and at first I didn't catch that. I'm like, wait, is he, is he crying? or is This he, is only on the third rewatch, right, that this came through? This is on the, no, this is on the second. Oh, okay. So I should say, by the way, that this is um, the... 14th episode of ALF in the second season, 40th overall, first aired January 4th, 1988, and... Four, month, four months, two weeks before my own birth. Yeah, this this came before you. How does that make I you was, feel? Yeah, I was, I was, let's see, four months, two weeks. That's actually half of nine months. Yeah, so you were pretty well developed. Done. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could definitely, if they had if they decided to get rid of me, I would definitely would have felt it. <laughs> You were approaching the third trimester, buddy. Yeah, I was. I was. I was crossing the the, uh, the Rubicon of of safely murderable life. Do you think that it's possible Sorry, that I perhaps? Just, <laughs> I just thought I could <laughs> get into some get into some pro life absolutionism well, here. Let me ask this: <laughs> When? How late into the pregnancy is too late to terminate, Cohen? Uh, I think it's at the point. Where if Alf is playing in the room, you can like detect that the child's heartbeat has begun to to slow, out of like a will to die, then that's that's well, you could like, use, oh, this you could use the, the the alternate Alf test of uh, he does the the crying miming, 
uh, you know, sort of. If he doesn't do the crying miming, then it's okay. Yeah. Well, what about the uh, the alternate Alf where he goes, uh, "Oh boy, oh boy." No, let's not let's not talk about that, please. please. What is what is this? What is? Please explain. Oh boy. Please elucidate at length. There's a. Yeah, Vivian, you can do it, I guess. It's okay. just, it's, please don't use any. So language. yeah, we don't. We uh, we usually try not to talk about this, but um, online there are some Alf bloopers, and um, I guess at the time there was an episode I think of CSI where there was a person who had Tourette's, and uh, Paul Fusco is is imitating the guy, and uh, he goes whoop whoop oh boy oh boy, and then he says the N word like three times in a row. Jesus so it's, yeah, it's so really that, that's what I'm referencing. Really so we 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 try not it, to talk. It about. can't have been CSI. It wouldn't. It wasn't CSI. It, it wasn't. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> CSI it premiered in like 2000. It was one of those um Night Court. A Law and Order. It was, it was Law and Order. Yes. It was Night Court. It was no. It was Law and Order. I don't it think was it was Court. Law and Order. That doesn't track. Are you sure? Uh, what do they do? Chinese. Let's let's they just segue. Let's please segue off this. Uh, Seamless segue. All right. Dark. All right. Okay. <laughs> I should uh, also say the 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 episode is named for the uh, song "The Boy Next Door," uh, a 1944 popular song by Hugh Martin and Ruff Blaine. I I contest that IMDb tidbit. I I, I don't I, I feel like the boy next door is is. Unless wait, I'm sorry. Is every episode of Alf named after a song? It oh, is. Yes. Yes. Okay, I, then I I withdraw my contestation. <laughs> were you gonna say it's like it sounds like an adult film? I was just gonna say it sounds like way too general. To it's like kind of like that thing where you go to a, a Wikipedia page for a character, and at the bottom of the page it's like, right. oh, this is a reference to this anime. It's like it's never mm-hmm. fucking a reference to anime. Yeah. Nothing is ever reference to anime. Do you guys want to hear a little bit? Of the uh, song, The Boy Next Door? Yeah. It's sung by uh, Judy Garland in the film Meet Me in St. Louis. And by the way... St. Louis. No, that's wrong. Uh, But I I have to say, I I feel that I'm not sure if it's inappropriate to mention, but I think that Judy Garland is looking pretty fine in this clip. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I bet. Are you going to share that with the rest of the class, homeboy? I'm well. I'm playing it to myself. You can't. You can't hear it. Well, I, I, I want to. Well, I want to hear your lustful description. Well, okay. Well, um, Judy has long, reddish brown hair, very oh, red that's... lip. Now, is this before or after the drugs? I think it's during. So 1944. So she's 22. Um, yeah, totally. Oh, oh. Um, looking fairly busty. She has a giant weird bow tie. Did you say, I'm sorry, did you say bow tie? Yeah, some kind of bow tie. I'm not sure what's going on there. And like oh. a girdle? Appears to be wearing a tablecloth as a dress. I'm, I'm looking up, is it a striped yeah. scenario? Yeah, stripes. Yeah. You have, sexy, some cu- you have curious tastes. Sexy. <laughs> uh, I suppose. James, can you can you settle this, please? Can, um, uh, what you need to decide whether it's hot or not. Yeah. Well, I would like Vivian to weigh in as well. Vivian, please. Yes. About what? Whether Google um, Judy Garland is hot in this scene. You know, not really my type. In uh, what? In what? Um, 
Meet me in St. Louis. Okay. I, I actually uh, put the link. Let me YouTube see. I'll, I'm the resident out. lesbian, so I, I will tell you. Uh, in St. Louis. Uh, yes, yeah, she she looks she looks cute. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Nice. She's, yeah. She's I think the bow, I think the bow tie is very cute. I don't think that you unless you were at like a some kind of like uh, weird party, you wouldn't be able to get away with wearing a bow tie like that these days. Maybe a smaller one. Uh, Maybe to. One of those One Derby of, Day derby. parties for the yeah, Kentucky yeah. Derby. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, what is what is this? Derby you know, Day? Like uh, when they have the Kentucky Derby. Like, yeah. Like, well, I thought you said Derby Day. <laughs> so, like, people dress like dirt. No, no, no. No. That's, that's ridiculous. Uh, but no, and I know that's when, when the Kentucky Vivian. Derby happens, people like dress up in, in idiotic clothes and, and drink mint juleps. Okay, let's let's move let's move on this from this. this no, 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 let's let's, let's 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 mine this uh <laughs> let's mine this comedy vein. <laughs> okay. It's all about states' rights. Yeah. I'm so Kentucky is not the South. Isn't it? Mm. And they fought for the North in the Civil War. Really? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> shows shows what I know. I guess there's more than one kind of prejudice. There is. <laughs> one might say a kind of reverse racism uh, right they the, might. the true racism the, the true racism was in me all along all along um so they do some um charades in the first scene um as we talked about um and then in the next scene i'm sorry we, we are going to need to talk about the title sequence if you don't mind oh yeah please of course right. I've, I've never seen it have at it before um, I, I suppose this is old hat to you, you alf heads, you alf alphanatics. Strangely, there is doesn't seem to be a name for alf fans. I guess there wouldn't need to be, would there? <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, very little alf porn available, which gives you very some little? indication, uh, yeah, of as to his uh, cultural significance. I, yeah. I heard I heard from Andrew that in the cartoon, um, there's always a lot about shaving alf. <laughs> so it seems like that um that's Every... definitely to someone's tastes well Every... i mean fusco probably was really adamant about what he wanted to, him to look like maybe because mm. we know how he is with al very defensive and possessive he yeah, should have done a better job than like being him i'm sorry we are talking about the puppeteer yeah creator of alf paul fusco fusco yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, he was the creator yeah. and, the pu- and the puppeteer? Yeah. And the voice, yeah. Auteur. Pop Is that stuff. why? Okay, Okay. so, so, oh, that, that really puts this, uh, this opening credits sequence in a new light, I suppose, where he is yes. both Alf and the man behind the camera. Yeah. There, also, there is also a dwarf that plays Alf when he walks yeah. around. Uh, named, Mishu. Uh, Mishu Kaku. <laughs> that's uh that's not, that's it's not quite can you has can he you, been sacked yet? It? it's uh michu mizaros i think passed away last year sorry yeah i was thinking i'm sorry did you say physicist. has he been sacked yeah um as in, in, as in, has he died at this point in the series oh okay um, he, he yeah, was they, sacked at a certain point yeah they just I think, didn't use him yeah i think Wait, are we talking um, about the physicist michu kaku 
Yeah, we're talking about the physicist. Yes. He was a technical consultant. <laughs> okay. This can't be. I, I feel like I'm gonna. I'm absolutely. I, I went. I came into this thinking, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna yeah. listen. This will be fun. But now mm. I feel like I really am going to have to listen to 39 goddamn episodes of this podcast. Yeah, you do. It's just necessary. I'm never, never going to watch another episode of Alf until <laughs> I'm, they put me in the ground. But there's a lot. To, there's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah so unpack your credits. adjective. This opening credits, like right? It, uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of a Groundhog Day type exercise, though, because we tend to forget a lot of what we say and then say it again. That's fine. That's, yeah, that's yeah, fine. That's fine. So what do you think so, of the uh, opening credits? Well, um, it had the – if I, I wrote my, – my major note for it was the young boy is the only one who seems to like Alf. That's true. Um, yeah. And also mm. there, was, there was a very – there was a – I couldn't – recall i couldn't tell because i hadn't really paid attention in the first scene if it was the mother or the daughter who alf recorded for far too long in the shower for no, like... the mother that's kate okay that, <laughs> that, that mother yes that shot went on for a long time for like that kind of joke yeah, yeah. it doesn't uh, play very well like post harvey weinstein does it yeah well alf, really... you know oh that actually brings him up. I, I hate to uh, bring up the bloopers again, but um, there's a part where uh, where Alf says to Lynn, "Straddle me." That's disgusting. She's a she's a, a young woman. Yeah. Oh, even it's in the, the show, the... even in the show, she he does some weird stuff. He sang about her and like wanted to date her or something. Mm-hmm. You're so... the one that's out of this world. Yeah, there is an episode where Alf wants to date Lynn. Yeah, it's weird. And I think she's 16 at the time. I think 17? Oh, no, no. Because she turns 18, I think, in season three. Well, her birthday is coming up because she's got that blue it's jumpsuit. True. Yeah, right. The jumpsuit. Mm. I don't... Who wears well, jumpsuit? She wants the boots. Yeah. They would the look boots. great with her blue jumpsuit. I didn't know teen girls wore jumpsuits in the 80s. I... Oh, oh, they it's did. It's entirely possible they didn't at all. <laughs> And hmm. this is a very bad piece of writing. I'll check it out. Sure I'll Google it. I also wrote down everyone is tense and unhappy. Well, that's, yes, that's every episode. That's that's par for the course. Yeah. And Byron informed me that this is because of the Alf puppet and the, the general tension. Um, the absence of any incidental music. I guess this is like a thing from this time for sitcoms, but I, I seem to remember more like, I don't know, something to like, like a light jaunty mm. bit of music to introduce scenes to be like, this is fun. We're they having a that. good time. And yeah, there's a little bit the, of that. The Alf Claws and incidental uh, scene intro music. Yeah, it goes oh, like, okay. it's very jaunty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I see. My mistake. I think I'm... in the cold open for this one, we had a very silent beginning. But there's yeah, usually that was some interstitial. Deeply upsetting. Because uh, <laughs> like, uh, we must be having a very special episode this week. Yeah. Well, yeah, they so... they probably knew Cohen that we were going to have you on the show. Um, mm. All these years later, mm. thirty plus. It's probably. Uh, I wrote Any down other? Also... Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Everyone is very antagonistic. There is a general feeling that the family is being held hostage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually did get that vibe in this one. They're they're unusually like 
uh, well, I guess tense is the word for it, about uh, yeah. ALF being discovered in this one. Oh, they are. They're Normally, very, like, yeah. Yeah, it, like uh, like the, the, the fear of, of, like, not being seen as normal is like a – it's a, like, substrata throughout the whole series, but it's, yeah. it's bubbles particularly to the surface in this one, I think. I think it's noticeable because they usually downplay it. Yeah. Whereas here, the, the frustration that he's not doing what we say and he needs to – get out of sight is, is is very at the forefront yeah it was it was very tense it was like very, a, yeah and it's like a um not to not to make light but um reminded me of the opening scene of inglorious bastards mm-hmm. uh, you know kind of like this like where this 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 uh this this alf hunter is here um yeah. What is up with this f- fucking family who lives next door? By the way, what is yeah, their monics. whole entire deal? They're unspecified uh, ethnics. Yeah, they seem they to be nicer than the Tanners usually. Is the mother? Is the is the wife Tony Soprano's mother? No, she was uh, Jerry Seinfeld's mother. That's a, Seinfeld. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I knew Similar. I recognized. Yeah. Pretty different, I guess. <laughs> well, they're they're both uh, sadly passed now. So, oh, they they were kind of they were likable. Like, I think they were made out to be jerks, but are you talking about like IRL? They were likable. No, no, no. I mean, in the show, they were made out to kind of be like jerks, but they they seem to be nicer than the Tanners. Oh, like, I, they were a lot more. They they felt like an actual sitcom family, whereas oh, yeah. the Tanners felt like, um, like I felt like someone was going to walk on screen, walk on screen, and just start shooting. <laughs> I, you know, like this that's was, very plausible. Like this was um, a serial killer's like snuff film where he wanted to be in a sitcom, mm-hmm. and he just mm-hmm. grabbed four people off the street. Well, and that uh, was the need of the program. Well, there was that story that there was a story that uh, Max Wright attacked the Alf puppet. Whether really? that's true or not, I don't know. But that was that's like a Hollywood story. Um, was that was did, this crack related? Uh, I don't know. I don't know I, if he was. Hmm. Um, see, I don't know if he was smoking crack during the show. I know he had alcohol issues during the show. I think, but I don't know when he started smoking crack, and you know. This is legit, though. He really did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. He yeah. smoked crack with homeless men. Yeah. And There's a lot them. of uh, lore to catch up on here, huh? I'm sorry. I'm, I guess I'm like, a, I'm like a late... I'm like the character introduced in season four. I'm just here to ask questions and refresh well, the you're, you're audience. You're a little bit like um, Jake, Jake Ogmonic Ogmonic. in the situation. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a antagonistic sexual energy. I have a little animated image of Max Wright smoking crack. If you want to see it, I'm uh, uploading absolutely, it now. Please. Thank you. Going to um, that. So yeah, I was going to ask regarding Jake. Is is he basically like cousin Oliver, or is he not really to be seen much after this point? I looked it up. He's in 18 more episodes. Whoa. Oh gosh. And then That's he just disappears mostly. Um. Vivian, you probably know this. Does um, Jake do Jake and Lynn ever hook up? Uh, I I know I do, I don't believe so. Uh, but there is some there are moments with of sexual tension 
there's a couple moments in particular in this in this episode where he mentions the heels and the oh you know you want me and another thing I'd like to say about Jake is he's from New York I'm a New Yorker um, I, I can I, I would like to confirm that not everybody in New York talks like that I know some people think that it's mm-hmm. not all hey I'm walking here it's not all that, that I mean you, know, that, that... you sound a little bit like that though Vivian I mean. <laughs> it's true and I, I, I actually when the podcast started i thought that byron had really like through a some sort of networking coup actually gotten the actor who played um this uh small brooklynite child onto the <laughs> podcast but it was it was just you vivian yeah, yeah. it's it's me I, I i'm the gender bent version of jake <laughs> they call me jake at yeah, can't wait for the um for the unwanted sexual advances. Yeah, <laughs> like sign me up, Dustin Hoffman <laughs> in Midnight Cowboy. So, uh, yeah, Jake refers to Lynn as a beanpole, and mm-hmm. she, she refers to Jake as Shrimpo. These are going to be their their um their names that they call each other. And stretch. Uh, uh, he asked her to come out of a cake. I missed that part. Point. That's fucked up. I yeah, think that's in a different need... episode. No, that's this episode. It is. <laughs> you think, yeah, you think Cohen actually plot. like looked ahead to to different episodes no, in advance of this? Uh, no, this is the only episode of Alf, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but because the, they, there's the whole thing with the cake, and it's again, it's the it's a weird energy. But she's like, "Oh, we will bring you a cake." And he's like, "Are you going to come out of it for me?" Oh yeah, and yeah. she says, mm-hmm. "Do you want to live long enough to drop out?" Oh yeah, and I was like, "That that was actually a not a bad piece of repartee there." If like yeah. these weren't children pretty good. delivering, that had been some Sam and Diane. That would have been fine if yeah. it hadn't a fourteen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. So just to uh, to catch up the listeners, so basically the premise of the premise of this episode is that the Akamonics have adopted temporarily the uh, son of Trevor's brother, Cyril, who has gone to prison for fixing horse races. Yeah, what a weird crime, huh? Yeah, horse yeah. races. It's very, like, lowbrow crime. Like, yeah. it's not a violent it could, crime. Could have been it's dog kind of races. pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, it I could feel have been like... cockfighting. Five years, though. Well, he probably didn't have a good lawyer. Yeah, but it's. I feel like he must have gotten like snagged up in some sort of Rico like dragnet. <laughs> like they were just picking up everybody in the organization. There was like a massive prostitution ring at the. There track. was definitely more to it. Well, who's 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 going after the guy fixing horse races? Who's what DA is putting this <laughs> up on their fucking like note noteboard? Like this is the guy we got to bring down. Well, the yeah. family has a history of crime. That's true. It's, it's like um, Harvey Dent in um, The Dark Knight. They, exactly. they just did an offensive. So it's presumably just... someone's going to get acid thrown on them at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's probably going to be um, Brian. Bry. <sighs> B. B. Bry so he goes to bed at, at 8 p.m., huh? 8.30. That's oh. He actually goes to bed at 8.30 because he's naughty. Was the implication yeah. there that Brian was masturbating? 
No. Yes. Yeah, that was explicit. No, I think I think the implication was that Lynn was masturbating. No, that Lynn was Lynn was on the phone all night, and that B was uh, was either reading comics or maybe yeah, he was maybe masturbating. I think he's too okay, young so for that. I need some help on ages here because okay. the kid, Brian the one kid. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to ask because the one kid, uh, the I wrote the thief child because I, mm-hmm. I didn't learn his name. Um, says that he has some amount of time left until he's sixteen, mm-hmm. and then he can drop out. And then the Brian says, "Well, I have eight years." Left. And then I, 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 I was like, "Is he? Is he talking about?" Until he turns 18 and he graduates high school, or until he drops out, because there's no way this kid is less than eight years old. Yeah, this this absurd. I think he was calculating his time to 16, but sort of arbitrarily. Like, I don't think he's planning to drop out because he's like a goody two shoes, you know. Oh, may I point something out? Why would he have the day count on that though? Like, what 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 was Brian's insight? Because, like. Jake has the reason because he wants to drop out, but why does Brian remember this precise date? He's a math quiz. Is he? Yeah. Is that an established? No. But wasn't no, he, wasn't is, he having trouble with established. this? It's not a thing. Hmm. Okay, so, but <laughs> kids often know how many days that it is to their next birthday. Could, in could be like a Rain Man kind of thing. Yeah. I I mean, it could, but uh, Brian is not presented as 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 such a character. Yeah. So yeah, Brian, well, this, this house of cards is really starting to fall, huh? Yeah. Well, Brian <laughs> doesn't have many people all hate each other. Can we talk about Brian's sweatshirt? I thought it was pretty cool. It was like Can a teal. Can you post a picture of it to the Slack? Um, gee, I have to like find it again in the episode. I didn't actually take a screenshot. Oh, wait, I saw the episode. Yeah. I remember it. I remember it. I could look at the sweatshirt again, but. It's like teal. Uh, with like a new wave pattern. Everyone's Wait. wearing a lot of layers, actually. Oh, I see. Everybody yeah. in the show seems to always wear a lot of layers. I've noticed that. Like Max Wright always has a always has a cardigan on or whatever. They have to Should keep that set really cold because the that's what I was spoil. wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, really that's exactly what I thought. Think. Yeah. Um. Trevor um has a bag of peat moss in his living room that he mentions he's um, terrified this will be stolen he mm-hmm. well he believes that it has been stolen already by jake mm-hmm. but Turns it out, was in his living room in the first place yeah or was it in the kitchen look i, I could tell you if i if my notes had been successfully recovered from how do you um not microsoft save, word hell. why would why are you doing it in microsoft well, word because, like, you know, I'll, Google Docs, you don't have to save those. They just, I they guess. just stay, it stays there forever. I'll tell you why it, it didn't save, though. It's because I, I, I was playing a, a computer game, and I think it caused my computer to restart at some point. Was it, uh, was was it Hive Swap? Uh, yeah, yeah, it might have been Hive Swap. Oh, well, yeah, it's buggy as shit. You don't want to... <laughs> it's probably... Oh, so I'll, I'll, be, there... I'll be joining the class action. Are there any cheat codes for Hive Swap? Uh, yes. Can you uh, um, please tell those to me? Yes. Just just hit enter on your on your um, computer's keyboard. Now? 
I don't have it um, open. Well, still no, work. You'll, you, you'll need to write this down or review this recording later. Okay. Um, you're just going to hit enter on your computer's keyboard. Mm -hmm. And you're going to type in ALF. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to hit enter again. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to it's just going to brick your whole hard drive. It's mm -hmm. just going to be gone. Just like trash. Cool. Trash in the bucket. I feel like you're That's good. maybe making fun of me a little bit. Yeah. There were actually there were what we call um, uh, dev tools when we were Lingo. making the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things that let you teleport around and all kinds of. Did you take those out, or are they still in there? They are. First, we disabled them, and then I was like, yeah, "Actually, let's just get these out." Yeah. Because I didn't. Because people, the second you release a game, people immediately break into it mm -hmm. and find everything that's in there. So yeah. people love, you know, taking things apart, yeah. and building them back. Sort of like Speaking of dissecting an elf puppet. Or speaking of putting things back together. Oh, uh, great segue. Jake. So Jake oh, turns you. out to be a regular Mr. Fix-It. Um, yeah. That was a release. And uh, uh, to quote, um, uh, Max Wright delivers that line. Um, he goes, it seems this young man's a little <laughs> Mr. Fix-It. That's a really, really beautiful delivery. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I, I, I... Well, that's not even the best delivery he has in this. The, when we talk about pizza, it's the best Max Ride delivery in this episode. Can you just do that now? We'll skip to that. All right. Don't order your pizza. What? Right, yeah. Order he, um... your pizza. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. No, he was so desperate to get Alf to to hide from the neighbors that yeah. uh, he he just lets him uh, you know get yeah. on get order on the line with pizza. Domino's. Yeah. Oh, Alf, order your pizza. It's, so, you know, so I, Jake... I have a note here that's relevant, actually. Oh, go ahead. Um, I just want to say uh, the father has a vague menace to him. It is clear he would strike a dog if frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, you know, I I could agree. I wonder if he beats on Lucky. Well, actually, Alf stomped Lucky. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. Lucky abuse in this it, episode. Yeah. It seems consensual, though. Hmm. Yeah. Jeez. What's going on them? Because, I mean, how could you accidentally use a cap as a, a, a cap, a cat as a stepladder? Like, you'd need the cat's, you know, informed consent in order he, to perform he, this action. He probably drugged the cat. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Well, this he, is, this... he performed the Cosby. Yeah. This is this is we're going down a dark road again. Yeah, let's let's, let's, like let's, get, off let's get off this. Let's, let's, uh, edit, let's edit bring it back out. to the sunny. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna edit this yeah. out. Sunny um, So so uh, Jake breaks. Of, I also wrote there is a deeply antagonistic sexual energy to the Enterprise. Oh, uh, would anyone like hmm. to would anyone like to delve into this note? Um, yeah, I, I don't think you would uh, you would get this in a in a modern television show. Although maybe I just haven't watched enough Modern Family, and maybe like that kind of retrograde. Uh, theory of gender relations is still with us. I don't think it's entirely. I don't think it's ever going to entirely leave us. You know. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Well, I just thought we should all meditate on that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, um, uh, m men uh, insult and uh, disrespect women that they want to have sex with, and that's the natural way yeah. of things. And by that's the upsetting. way, guys, I'm actually I'm opposed to that. I don't like that at all. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. an interesting take. 
I'm against I'm also, it. I'm also. I'm. 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 too. I admire that. I really admire that about you. That's fucked up. Thank you, James. <laughs> you wait. You're not sure you believe in it. Yeah, you know, I just uh, there's a fence the and I'm sitting on the said? fence. I just yeah. feel like this is just really, really fucked up direction for this whole conversation to go on. Yeah, so we can yeah this whole episode is of, kind yeah. of. I'm sorry. Um, so Jake breaks into the garage. Uh, he tries to steal a, a telescope. Is that the most valuable thing in the room that he could have taken? Probably. Oh, there was the radio, but he could have taken Alf. Alf. That would be the most valuable thing. Alf wasn't. What Alf is... wasn't in the room yet. Oh yeah, yes, true. yes. That's. Is he in? No, he's. He is not okay. in there. Yeah. You know, you watched yeah, the episode yeah. three times, but let me explain this to you. Jake goes into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to steal the telescope. Then Alf comes in and catches him in flagress. Well, well, first, Alf comes in, has a long conversation with a man from Scotland. Oh, yeah. Scotty. I forgot about that. Named Scotty, who plays like a virgin. Well, sexual energy again on the bagpipes. Uh, mm-hmm. Alf makes a really bad joke. Um, about yeah. Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, hangs up on his friend yeah. while his friend tries to share his bagpipe music. Yeah. From... Making fun of the Scottish, very charming. Well, this this clearly wasn't a real Scotsman, though. Yeah, oh, of course. The accent Wait, wasn't quite there. The accent, you can tell by the accent that it yeah. was fake. Patrick I wrote down Pakistan. a horrible Scottish accent. On very my notes. Yeah. Bagpipe playing, was that... Was that accurate? That was uh, pitch perfect. Yeah. How how do you even know if someone is playing the bagpipes badly? I mean, hmm. I it, it like, just won't be pleasing to the ear. Yeah. Yeah. Alf was also singing Billie Jean. Yeah. When he walked mm. into the garage, did they have yeah, to pay Michael Jackson's estate for that? Yeah. Uh, maybe they cut it off just in time, and maybe he was off key enough. He was mm-hmm. very off key. Fair uh, use. And, and he um, was, his voice was very warbly. He went, I am the one. Sort of like a, uh, what's her name, from uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Stevie just Nicks. like that. Yeah. Just like Stevie. Stevie Nicks. Okay. This is kind of a like a rare glimpse into Alf's private life. We don't tend to get these very often, do we? Yeah, no, it's not really. It's, it's an interesting look, seeing how he is behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see him watching television a lot, but um, uh, really this is dull. like he's interacting with someone who's outside the family. And I, that actually makes me sad that that's not more of a thing because I was like, oh, he, he maybe he has this rich other life that he just mm. like uses this no. ham radio a lot. This is not a recurring. Does this ever happen again? Does he it's ever unusual. use this ham radio again? I think he, he just uses it to be the same asshole that he is to the family, to <laughs> other people around the world. Yeah, it's it's the 80s version of trolling. So, yeah. but the guy knew Alf. He recognized him, and he was happy to hear him. He was like, oh, yeah, right. I start with that same corny joke. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's just pretending to be his friend. He's desperately lonely on the moors. Yeah. Nothing but his bagpipes. So Alf catches... Jake with the telescope and demands he drop it, which Jake does and comically. breaks the teles- telescope. Very, yeah. very comically. Yes. And it turns out that Jake is able to repair a telescope. Is he related to like Galileo or something? Here's, yeah, yeah. I was picking up some, some Galileo vibe that he had some kind of, he wanted the yeah. telescope. He was very into, he's very into looking at things and 
He's an explorer type. He, what do he, you think he does in New York? He explores the city. Did he have to grind yeah. a new lens for the telescope? Yeah, that's, see, that's, yeah, I have this exact question. He drops a telescope. We hear it shatter. Uh-huh. He's like, no, no, I got this. He fixed it. He fixed fixed the glass. Like, how exactly yeah. does he fix it? He, he's an expert, uh, you know, craftsman. Glazier. Oh, yeah. Very good pull on, on Glazier. Thank you. Or maybe like he works at lens crafters. Maybe. Awesome. So he, well, he has these technical skills. Very required. Talented. So the assumption is the assumption is this. Uh, we had a, We had a. We had like an exact age on this child, right? He's like twelve, I think. Uh, I don't do recall. He's between twelve and like he might be twelve, thirteen. Because he said, like, I'm this many years, months, and days from being 60. Oh, right. right. You'd have so to Somebody infer. could have done the math. No one Jeez. did, I guess. Um. Oh, I, I, I did the math, but it was lost in the document. I see. That's my excuse. Okay. So just, but, so he's going to take this telescope. He's not from this town. No. Yes. So his plan is he will take this telescope. Mm-hmm. Just hoof it, I guess, mm-hmm. to a pawn shop, because yeah. he's not going to have a fence already. Yeah. Mm. In the middle of the night, and then this eleven-year-old is going to sell a sell this telescope. Yeah, that's yeah. the plan. He just does it for the thrill. That's the yeah, plan. Yeah, maybe he gets a, a rise out of it. Well, mm. this was the plan until he was caught by Alf, who then physically threatened him. With his with biting to bite, yeah, yeah biting. To bite him. And, uh, Very awkward choreography in this scene. He also makes a really weird noise when he threatens to bite him. Can you uh, imitate the noise? Uh, well, I have it recorded. Let me listen to it again, and I'll I'll try to do my best. Okay, we'll just wait here silently. So he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really it's menacing. Good. Very menacing. I'm, I'm menaced. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't, he, didn't he make a weird sound earlier where he said to you, he's like, oh, I had a cousin from the. Wrong side of the planet. Really good right. space writing. Yeah, yeah. It, um, was, it was a less weird version of what I just demonstrated. Yeah. yeah. What about the... So he mentions that it's unusual for somebody to be able to fix something, and there was only one person on Melmec that could fix anything, and they put him in a zoo. Yeah, that's a... And then yeah, so the door the, broke, I mean, and then he left, and... <laughs> No, well, really? what's the point of that? Fucked up story. The, 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 <laughs> it the, sounds the, like Melmac was a really dystopian place. Like yeah. it's a portrait of a civilization on like a collision course with nuclear yeah. catastrophe. Yeah, I yeah, wrote Melmac makes no fucking sense. Um, I guess that's not like a particularly salient insight, but I, I think it holds up. This is actually a, like a, a particularly bad Melmac anecdote. Usually, they involve eating cats. Yeah. Um, really, this was a better one. Yeah, at I... least they didn't have the cat eating. Yeah, but it's it's very grim. It's yeah, like it's oh, really, there's yeah. also really I assume he's just lying a lot, right? Yeah, that's got it's got to be a completely bullshit hmm. story. Because he, he, he admits he admits that he lies in one episode about um. Remember when we were talking about Planet Floppy? He didn't climb it. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Planet Floppy, the yeah. flat mountain. Yeah. yeah. Flat Mountain. Yeah, it's a, it's a, He's really a boring dude who hasn't done anything. That's Does right. Does he have a spaceship? How did he get here? Yeah, he has a spaceship that's still in the garage somewhere. We never see it, but occasionally it. it does become a plot device. Like he'll have like 
so when it's convenient it comes the back spaceship. yeah there was an episode where like a giant cockroach came out of the spaceship that was pretty cool that's that's probably the best episode in virtue of its um uh subsequent um history as as the the one episode that was written by that guy who was on drugs oh that's right that yeah memoir. from permanent midnight yeah permanent midnight is an incredible name yeah mm-hmm. it's about drug abuse and writing for elf hmm. this episode is about juvenile delinquency yeah. Mm. And not not really engaged with. So, you don't think um, so? Well, Jake doesn't really face any consequences for his actions. He's re- rewarded for his horrible behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he's, Alf, he's suspected. Well, Alf sees this as an opportunity to get stuff repaired that he broke, which was pretty pretty nice of him, actually. I mean, like... Yeah. He's yeah, usually something to do. pretty remorseless about just breaking the Tanner's stuff. Yeah. It's it's because he fears the reprisal. He doesn't want to be, you know, struck by the the fierce father. Yeah. And yet and yet he was like, No, look in the coffee maker <laughs> and the father was like, Oh, it's it's not, you know, there's no jello which which leads in which is like he already knew the coffee maker was broken and had presumably already struck Alf. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. that. Mm. So, the thing about that is, is, is does that count as a repair such as a cleaning? Yeah, that, that sounds that, like that a cleaning. A weak shit repair. It, it could have gunked up the works. Yeah, it still maybe. It just needs like a flush, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's a coffee maker. You know, he's a little kid. What are you gonna do? You give him get get him busy for a little bit, you know? I don't know. He yeah. he he repaired a, a telescope lens in the prior scene, so yeah, expect <laughs> big things from this guy. World class, world now, class craft. I have another question I forgot to ask. Does Jake have two different jean jackets, or is the lighting just a little bit different in one of the scenes? Gee, um, what are the scenes that we're comparing? I guess there are two scenes where he's wearing a jean jacket. Is Jake the new child or the old? The Jake is old the child? new child, kleptomaniac okay. child. Uh, different I've jean jacket. I'm looking. Um, one seen is seen two scenes with the same. One appears to be a black, blackish jacket black denim well, yeah one is a light blue with the with the collar up i don't even know if this is actually a jean jacket i think this might be like a, a sport coat yeah sport coat. Well, it's actually i think actually I think this is a dress shirt with the sleeves yeah, rolled. it's just a shirt um, yeah it, it's um yeah it, it's just a it's just a dress shirt yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you can't roll up the sleeves on a jean jacket and then i got to the scene with the jean jacket again and got his sleeves rolled up. I'll be I'll be damned if they aren't. <laughs> oh, you can roll those bad boys up. Welcome to the eighties, friend. Yeah, eighties. Yeah, in the final the scene, I think he like when he's being confronted by Trevor, he's wearing a kind of a dark blue jean jacket. And in the first scene I've got the episode open here. Yeah, I do as well. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, that's a that's a shirt. Yeah, Sorry. it's a shirt. <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up, guys. Can we, can we talk really quickly? Scrubbing around, I actually remembered this scene. Um, he's throwing trash into a huge vase that apparently an contained urn. the an urn. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, you know, I would say, I would have said urn, except it's like two and a half feet tall. It's <laughs> way too big for ashes. She was a large woman. Yeah. I, fair enough. Um, so he has put 
these ashes into a Dixie cup, a Dixie which cup. means which means there couldn't have been that many of them, right? <laughs> Is it possible it that to... he put some into the trash as well? <laughs> And it's just throwing paper balls into it, and then yeah, distracts. this is like general, like psychotic delinquency here. Like, yeah, he's 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 off the walls. Yeah, I mean, at the, at the point at which we lose respect for the dead is the point at which we cease to be a civilization. Yeah, this I mean, is that's like, sort of the this is like a Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer level behavior. Yeah. Like in the making, I think so. Yeah, and absolutely. And and the the lie he tells to distract her is, I heard uh, the, his uncle's in the in the bedroom singing "That's Amore," which is sort of a. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, that's sort of a TV safe way to say, I you know, my uncle wants to fuck, and uh, you should get in there, <laughs> yeah. get while the getting's good. Yeah, and then she, she says, and then it just keeps going. She says. Oh, he usually just sets an egg timer. And then she says, don't start without me. Yeah. Well, you yeah, gotta, I, I mean, sometimes you do need a little, uh, like a run, running, running start, you know, you gotta, yeah. Yeah. Get, my prime my the pump. guess is he's a, he's a quick shooter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the egg timer's for, right? Yeah. I think so. Those only go, those are only for a minute, right? Yeah. yeah. This, I mean, this is not the real son, so it's okay for them to, is it apparently? <laughs> yeah, talk about loud sex intercourse. In oh no, it's a bad impression on the boy. Yeah, it seems it's a little bit abusive. Already a I criminal, guess. so yeah. Th- There's another joke about um, overhearing people having sex earlier in the episode, if I recall. Um, the when when the father insists that the uh, neighbor father uh, join him in the bedroom. Yeah. He says, no one will hear us in the bedroom. And he, the, the neighbor father implies that his wife frequently hears the loud sexual congress of the Al family yeah. uh, from her home. <laughs> and that, yeah. that all has been laid bare in this panopticon. Yeah. That, would be, that would be generous because I doubt that there is much uh, sexual congress happening between yeah. Will and Kate. Yeah, especially considering Willie, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He could, I think he's he's bi, okay? Guys, <laughs> well, they have I two d- children. I feel like he, I, I think I think he gets the job done, and it's gets loud. It done. Right, it's really well, loud. If he was happens. able to make kids, then you know he he gets what. But he doesn't seem to me to be like a loud person. Yes, he is. He's like, Alf. he probably does that, but <laughs> like it's well, Alf does. Alf does hide under their bed when they're when they're in bed, so maybe he does say that frequently while they're having sex. Mm-hmm. There's an episode of uh, Small Wonder, which um, is a show about a child robot where um, the robot is in a box in the parents' room and the husband wants to have sex with the wife in front of the robot. I'm sorry. That can't be right. It's true. It happened. <laughs> no. No, that that's, has to be impossibly incorrect. No, this was the only episode of of the show that I watched. We, James, were you on that podcast? Wow. Um, I, I thought I was, but I can't remember that show now. Remember the kids smoked? Really? Was, maybe that was one of the ones where I just went on the show without watching anything. Yeah. 
Classic James move. Really? Yep. Classic. Sad. sad, fucked up move. Um, so let's see. Let's let's dive back in here. I think we're actually approaching the uh, the end of this. Dynamon. Um, there were some there were some biscuit tossing. Right. Yeah, I'm up to that right now. Is that worth I've talking about? I feel like open. it probably isn't. It's a it's a funny Willy moment when he gets hit in the back of the head with a yeah. biscuit. Oh, I, nice. I may have I may have looked away. Um, I, I I want to state for the record this episode took me I timed it seventy eight minutes to watch because I can only watch it for like two minutes at a time mm-hmm. before I, I was just like I, I need a break. It's kind of like you just um, savor every minute of it, like like let it roll around your tongue, just taste every every nuance and flavor. Who, who cooked these? These are also not biscuits. These are clearly dinner rolls. Yeah, those they're are, dinner rolls. Uh, so I don't understand. Yeah. Well, they get a lot of things wrong in this show. So you know. I feel like it was probably in the script and they just went with it, even though yeah. they See, just The department was not reliable, maybe. Yeah. This is also the scene where he scares the father with his hissing. Yeah. yeah. An entirely new power dynamic is established. Yeah, terrifying uh, alien also, creature. I think with a, with a uh, violent sexual undertone. Yeah. Mm. I think like I think dominance. So uh, Trevor accuses um, Jake of stealing Willie's tape recorder. I don't know how Trevor knew this was Willie's tape recorder because it didn't have Willie on the tape. It had an Alf on the tape. Um, yeah, I guess it was the only other place he had been. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're right. It, it, it is well-written. So he does come by and he says, is this your tape recorder? Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. The, this is a, it's a good show. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Airtight. I was wrong. Um, I'm glad to hear you admit it. The Once. tape recorder contained Al's voice, um, but Lynn said that it was Jay Leno. Yeah, this was I guess sort this... of like an obscure reference at the time, I think. He just did like Dorito commercials. Yeah, I think he Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He did a... I remember seeing one where he uh, was on a motorcycle. Yeah, I saw that live in the so 80s. Johnny yeah. Carson was still on the air at this point. Yeah. yeah. I think... yeah, he was on yeah. the air until like okay. 92. Yeah, I think. yeah, I'm looking at that. Um, what did he do before the... He did a lot of stand-up. Yeah, he's he like started a big, in stand up. Stand up, like huge so I, on the scene, man. That makes uh, Trevor's character play a little different now, because I figured, like, oh, you know, th- this guy doesn't know the most famous talk show host in the world. Like, he, mm-hmm. like he just must be like completely off with the fairies. But um, uh, if if he wasn't yet uh, that 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 caliber, that that stage of his career, then um, uh, I guess that says something different about Mr. Ockmonic. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I don't it know looks what like that... he, he didn't have. He was he had just he was just doing. Uh, I'm looking at his. Uh, it looks like he was just doing uh, some stand up. I guess it yeah. would it would be like. Do you know who? Um, I don't know. Oh, Dom Dom Herrera. Eugene Merman was what I was going to go with. Uh, uh, Emo Phillips. Do you know Emo, Emo Phillips. Emo? Oh, yeah. There Emo it is. Phillips. Great example. Yeah. He was I great in uh, in Doctor Katz. Professional and he was in UHF. And uh, Emo Phillips is on Weird Al Yankovic's upcoming tour. I have no, an interesting that story that about... That would be a good one, though, right? A good w- reference. When Emo um, music first started coming out, there would be, like, Emo chat rooms on AOL. 
And when I saw mm-hmm. those, I didn't know what emo was, so I assumed they were talking about emo Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I love it. Yeah, I was I was pretty smart guy. Pretty cool. Pretty hip. It's it's tricky to keep up with yeah. what the kids are into. It is. The kids the world are... with... yeah, I mean I time. was like a kid at the time, so just, it's tricky for me to keep up with what the kids are into. I mean, I guess I'm not a kid anymore. <clears throat> None of us are. Time makes statues of us all. Yeah. Death is uh, but uh, a moment away in this game of things. It's, it are... seems very present in Alf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alf just seems very, like, somber. I, I think we're up to the last scene now, right, where he's p- playing with the jigsaw puzzle, which I, I think reveals uh, something of the psychology of, of this creature. This is like a um, some kind of um, some kind of surrealist Picasso kind of thing. Yeah, with Mickey. Um, well, I guess insofar as like he puts Mickey's eye in his nose or something. But I was thinking more that he seems incapable of like long-term reasoning. Interesting. Or, or like not immediate-term reasoning because he, the pros, the problem that he's trying to solve is this puzzle piece doesn't fit into this part of the puzzle mm-hmm. and he whacks it really hard to make it fit. Um, whereas, uh, you know, a creature with, uh, you know, more, more higher order reasoning skills would realize, oh, this is just going to create me problems down the road because mm-hmm. then the other pieces aren't going to fit and I'm not going to make the whole picture. But, but Alf, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't factor into his, into his brain, into yeah. his logic. He just wants this piece to fit right yeah, here. Yeah, he, he just wants what he wants. Is it possible that Alf has face blindness or prosopagnosia? Um, well, he he knows which one is Willie and which one is like Lynn. He could do he that, by, that by shape height, and smell. Smell. Yeah. smell. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got a huge nose, so my guess is he can smell pretty well. That's a, that's, that's a good guess, I guess. My my guess is that he smells uh, terrible. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> 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 good night, everybody. <clears throat> Actually, maybe we should stop. Um, well, I that's, do wanna, that's the end. I do want to point out that this, the, the daughter comes in and announces that the, the neighbor father has found his peat moss yeah. and then says that it was in his living room behind the rock salt. And I'm, I'm curious why anyone gives a shit or yeah. why she why felt like that was so Why is that to be funny? Very important. Why is she telling them and why does she know and how does she know? It was I a really Jake, weak, Jake really weak her. ending to the show. Uh, yeah. We we end on um, Trevor testing a like a megaphone that PA presumably system. Jake has repaired. But why? It's not a callback oh, yeah. or anything. You just yeah, out of nowhere. I don't nowhere. know. I didn't understand that. Because he's an annoying man with loud just noises. Horrible, horrible writing for or for a horrible show. Let's face it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not a pleasant experience. No, it, it's a very unpleasant episode. Yeah. Is and, it? Is this typical? In series. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, one. One last thing I wanted to note is that it looks like Jake is wearing eyeliner. Hmm. That's interesting. Do you think maybe he's just a slightly swarthy Mediterranean stock? I think that's the that's the case. Yeah. There was that I guy in so. the show Lost that looked like he was wearing eyeliner. Richard Alpert. Yeah. Similar situation. Sorry. Just thought, thought I'd make sure we got that right yeah richard alpert um tv's lost i think i think i think uh vivian might be exactly right i think they probably tried to swarth this kid up to make him more of a 
a tough Brooklynite. Yeah, yeah, I or would say that. Or maybe even like a Roma. Uh, no, I wasn't. I I was just thinking like more Italian okay. stereotype. Yeah, they, uh, like um, uh, when uh when Genesis did their Lamb Life Down on Broadway tour, uh, Peter Gabriel played the role of a of like a half Puerto Rican youth in in Manhattan, and he put on eyeliner to make himself look like more tough with the that's, leather jacket. That's really racist. Hmm. That's just I don't what happened. That at all. Well, it was be, the character was Puerto Rican because Peter Gabriel is like half Puerto Rican as well. Wait, I didn't know Peter Gabriel was half Puerto Rican. Uh, that's what I had read. Uh, it's been a long time. I'm a Genesis fan, but uh, I haven't looked into the lore of the Lamb show in a long time. But I think he's like a quarter Puerto Rican, maybe. I, I think he's, he's partially. Hmm. I guess. I mean, that's okay with me. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, that doesn't seem accurate from my from my memory. Really, it doesn't sound just, right at all. I think you might just be completely making all of this up. Yeah, I don't think this is this is true. I don't know. I I had um the character's name was in relation to his name. That's all I know. I can't remember if that if that tidbit is true or not. It the last time I read about this stuff was in like 2012. So is it possible that you're confusing the sounds? Peter and Puerto. You know, maybe. Okay. Maybe I have They're auditory similar. issues. They said they, they both said begin it. with P. Yeah. Vowels. Maybe I have auditory issues. Okay. So, guys, what do you think? Do you think this is it? Do you think we covered this? Uh, I think we've uh, covered we it. We did up. this one. Any closing yeah. thoughts? Um. Oh, quick question. Why do they keep yes. the alien? That's an excellent question. question. That's a good question, and I don't think I can answer it. There is uh, one episode where um, Willie is forced by his psychologist to reveal the good things that he thinks about Alf, and he says that he likes when Alf um, reveals wondrous space facts to him. But that doesn't happen super often. It doesn't. He lies, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So I guess it's like a kind of reverse Stockholm situation. Yeah, it's got to be. It's a toxic relationship. They they earnestly believe that the only alternative for Alf is being dissected by the alien task force. I'm not sure why they believe this, um, but that's that's what they believe. Also, mm-hmm. who cares? Well, that would I mean, they do they do write these characters to occasionally act or at least say the things that you would think a human might say, um, including yeah. some something resembling compassion and um empathy but um i know it's it's hard it's, it's hard to believe even in the yeah, moment when it's happening certainly. but um it does occasionally at least in sort of a expository way um occur okay well i don't feel like my question has been satisfied but <laughs> i do feel like this is not just a question i feel like this is like the answer is the show does not know the show I, doesn't really know. I don't think the, the show, show no, the show doesn't know. There are a lot of things the show doesn't know. Yeah. Is the what what one has to keep in mind, the purpose of the show is not to tell any sort of coherent story or to like provide a, a portrait of a family. It's to provide a vehicle for this megalomaniac to tell his <laughs> jokes and be important. Yeah, it really is. It's really all about the puppet. Because, you know, he he wanted the puppet to he wanted the character to go be everywhere. 
But yeah. because of the way he is, Alf really didn't go much of anywhere after. Mm-hmm. Is he fucking sucks? <laughs> yeah. Um, Vivian, did, did you do all of your Willie impersonations that you wanted to do? Well, um, there were a couple other lines that I, I saw, which might have been okay. Um, uh, such as, oh, could you excuse me just for a moment? When he, uh, when he tells uh, Mr. Achmanik that he has to go, Achmanik, mm-hmm. he has to go into the kitchen. Um, Pretty good. Give it a six. Spot on. And uh, how do you know much about Jake? Did he see you? He talks to Alf in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's a seven. Uh, yeah. And Very good. And then when he's talking about the alien that would shoot people or that would laugh at people, he went, you mean they'd shoot you if you didn't like your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good, good one. one. That's, yeah. that's just how he talks. Seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. <laughs> okay. Cohen, do you want to do any uh, Willie imitations before we sign off? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel qualified. Okay. Um, That's fair. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, there is such a terrible tension that never stops. <laughs> that was my last note. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. The family is in a depression because the rude youth did not come over. Yeah. I wrote that down because he didn't come over for the cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess because he didn't want it. That was weird. They all seemed really busted up about that. Oh, yeah. Except Alf. He just wanted the cake. Yeah, it was a small, bad-looking cake. I wrote a bunch of notes about the cake. It looked Perhaps like they wanted to cut. replace um, the surrogate child in, that's the alien with a surrogate child who is, you know, a, a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the difference between a New Yorker and an alien? Ha, 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 ha. Swarthiness. Swarthiness is the difference. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Cohen, thanks again for joining. This has been a, oh, a, a real blast. It's been Ooh. great. Absolute pleasure. Charmed. Thank you. Thank you, Byron, Vivian, James. It's been very nice to be on your program. I wish you three all the best. Um, and if you would like that. I could I could see doing this again if you guys would be great. Yeah, very very sweet, very generous. We're unhappy. I feel that the the best thing about this is that now you are a an elf fan for life. Mm -hmm. Did you know that the composer of the show Elf was named Alf Clausen? Alf Clausen. Yeah. 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 Big big star in the just uh, got fired from the Simpsons community. Yeah. By the way, just happened. Um. Since ALF fans don't appear to have a actual name per se, and Cohen, you are a writer, can you think of a good name for the ALF fandom in general before we sign off? Um, no pressure. Like, if you can't think of one, then it, it, like, it doesn't mean that you're not a good writer. But it doesn't um, not mean that either. ALF... Fuckers. Okay, I'll fuckers. We got it. Thanks. It works. We did it. That's what came out. That's all I got. Um, It works. Well, and also thank you, James, and thank you, Vivian, again for joining. Of course. And to the listeners, thank you for tuning in for this uh, really, really good, really, really good podcast. Thank you, everybody. Um, Yeah. And don't forget to download uh, the Hive Swap video game starring Cohen. 
Swords. Yeah, I'm in it. yeah I'm check in it out. It's, um, seven, it's like what, seven bucks? It's it's seven ninety nine. Yeah, so eight yes. bucks. Seven yes. Oh, that's funny. Round I paid down. Uh, nearly four hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, then you probably also got a bunch of tchotchkes and shit five years ago. I did get some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you actually kicked yeah. in four hundred dollars? Uh, three hundred ninety. Not all of it was my money. <laughs> Holy shit! What did you? What all did you get? Did you get like some plushes and? Uh, did we get? No, I didn't think we went for the plushes. We went for t-shirts mostly, mm. and we got the tarot cards. Do you still have oh, those? Okay. Uh, I've got some of the t-shirts. Hmm. Did you uh, feel a little bit slighted having to wait so long for the game? I'm just kidding. I'm really <laughs> digging at this on the way out. <laughs> really worth the wait. Oh, okay, guys. Uh, well, again, Cohen, thanks for joining. Um, My pleasure. Thank you again, uh, James and Divian, and thanks, audience, for tuning oh, in. I already did thank this, you didn't for I? Thanking. I'm repeating myself for the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disconnect so that yeah, we can for the best. Okay. okay. See you guys. All right, or, or I guess you could end, end the recording. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna end it right now. Oh.